Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, Gerald Peters. Welcome back to the Money Flow. This is the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Listen, I'm on a journey to try to help as many people as I can begin to change how they think about money, life, and investing. That's what we're trying to do here. Today is a Twitter live that I did today. Listen, I have some rough moments in here where I get a little off track. I kind of lose control of my voice. I'm practicing on that. But there are some bomb gems in here. There's some moments where it's like, man, I went back and listened to it. And I'm like, wow, that was great. And it's taken us back a step, meaning before we can become good traders, before we can become good investors, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, business owners, we have got to start with number one. And it's thought process. And I do my best to try to explain money and that money in my new ebook. I say that money is only a social agreement. It's one of the sections we talk about. And today I'm trying to get across to you that money is just a thought. It's just a conversion of energy. Our time, our talent, our treasure is converted into a thing called money. And what we want to do with money, and it starts with how do you think about it and what is your relationship to it? I hope this helps. God bless. Yes, 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 man. What's going on? Welcome to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. I'm going to try to drop this one on Twitter while working on the podcast. If it goes out, that means I just stopped. Um, maybe had some technical difficulties. As you try, <laughs> trying to add multiple platforms and doing things can sometimes get a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, difficult. Um, throw me up an emoji if you can hear me. Man, I hope everybody's doing okay. It's 111 at my house yesterday. The hottest, it's a, the hottest town in Texas. Saw an article today. 111 and my HVAC is going out, man. It was 92 degrees in my house and got fans going. Uh, during the night, it got down to 84. I go in my office, which is beside my house here in Texas, and it's a nice 76 degrees. <laughs> Check down in my other house in New Orleans. It's 84 degrees and raining. It's like, okay, I'm leaving. Call the AC guy. We're leaving. Um, if you got my new ebook, page 12, I have a little mantra. I know it's weird, and I say, hey, man, just read it. And people are like, well, I feel kind of weird. I know. Just, just do it, man. Say it. Say it to yourself. I'm wealthy. I'm abundant and I'm free. I'm free from the opinion of others. I only seek to compete with myself, not any man or anyone outside of his desire and me. They were like, why'd you say his? I don't know, man. Call me old fashioned. I am one and I'm one with mankind. And you, here's the thing. Change yours up, man. Change out lines. Be like, I don't even know what he's saying there. Let me add this. And all it is, is it's like a a pregame warm-up for you every day, in the morning, at night. Play with it. Create your own. Maybe it's just one word. Like, maybe you learn this, memorize it. When you say one word, you think of all of this. That's, you know, you'll see that people do this on all high, high achievement levels. They, they got something that gets them going, man. Something that gets them in the mind. 
And that's a lot about money. Money is a thought form. It's a symbol of energy. And as such, it has no real intrinsic value. It's neither good or bad, positive nor negative. It's impartial, man. You know, I'm, you know, the guy probably wrote money's the root of all evil. He just didn't have any money. He didn't understand the money game, man. And I was reading an article today. Let me find this article. Now get this. The article says how much money it takes to be, quote, financially comfortable, unquote, in 12 major U.S. cities. Now, I've never heard this phrase of financially comfortable. I've heard of financially independent. I've heard of wealthy, rich. And I was like, what, what, okay, what does that mean? I'm guessing that means you just feel like you're all right, man. You're, you're in a good place, you know, which, which is a good feeling, right? Nothing wrong with that feeling. Now, I would tell you to wake up every day like you're broke, meaning I ain't got no number where I'm like financially comfortable. I don't know what that means. But there is a number. And I read this article. Let's pull it up. And it's okay. Here's how much it takes to be considered financially comfortable in 12 major cities. Somewhere between living paycheck to paycheck and owning a yacht, Americans are considered financially comfortable. They have a net worth of, here it is, $774,000. $774,000. All right. I mean, that's a number. That's a number. However, that amount changes depending on the city where you live. You'll need a net worth of over a million to be considered financially comfortable in many cities and almost two million in San Francisco or New York. Makes sense, right? Uh, Denver, Denver, Colorado, surprisingly, people say they only need $671,000. All right. So we only need six seventy one, dollars and money's just a thought form. And what do you mean by that? And that's not something weird or mess, esoteric. It means it's a, it's, a, it's a thought form of thinking. So if you listen to any of me and my friends and we're talking about real estate investing or dividend stock investing or t just taking money and making money chunks of money once this is just thought forms man just thought forms i'm talking with a lady today she had forty thousand dollars forty grand to put to work in real estate and i said i can show you how to do that man you'll make you'll make like eleven twelve thousand a year and it'll compound so five years out you're sitting on a hundred k that you didn't have that's one deal. What if you do that five more times? Well, if you do that five more times, according to this article, you are financially comfortable. And you're, I said, yeah, four transactions. Four, five transactions. You can do that, man. That's the power, man. That's why you see some of these guys that own real estate that are, that are so rich is it's not that many transactions, man. Literally, four or five deals, and you're at what most people say is, is, is financially comfortable. And you're there in like seven years, man. And, you, and you're like, well, well, when you look at nature and you see the abundance and flow that are just natural. Cut down a forest, it just comes back. Nature's natural state is what? Its environment is what? Oh, wait, I thought we were running out of oil. No, 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 no. We got a lot of oil. I thought ghost, gold is scarce. Not really. Every time the price goes up, they get a bunch more out of the ground. Hmm. That's weird. See, truth is, money's just a social agreement. It's just made up, man. 
It's made up. Money, money goes out for, what does it go out for? Goods. I mean, I need to buy shit. I need money. Services. I'm on the phone today with my pool guy. I'm arguing to give him money. Listen, come to my house so I can give you money. And he's like, man, I don't know if I can get out there. He has money sitting here and he can't figure out how to collect it. Money is a thought form, man. And in his head, it's fucked up. It's a bad thought. He can't even figure out how to collect it. And you're like, no wonder you're not rich, bro. Because a rich man collects that money and he invests it. And he's on about his day. This guy's trying to figure out how to get over here to even get the money. Do you see the difference? I got a friend, Robert Biggerstaff. He's been on my YouTube channel, owns 22 properties, clicks about 25000 a month in rent. Oh, wait. I thought the you want to feel financially comfortable is 774000 Well, he's a little past that. And guess what he was doing on his store yesterday? He bought a mower, had it in the back. He's driving. He's a multimillionaire, collects all kinds of money. Driving down the street, sees high grass. He, he owns a side hustle of dumpsters. You know those dumpsters you see in front of houses? Not rocket science. You ain't got to be that bright. He owns those. And he's got a fucking truck that'll take it to the dump. And he knows the rules. And they take it to your house. Here's the rules. Blah, blah, blah. Collect the money. Take it to the dump. It's not complicated, right? Well, along the way, you're seeing construction and houses. And so he owns properties. So he has a lawnmower. They're going to go mow some properties. He sees a dumpster. Catches his eye. Sees the grass is high. Texts the guy. Boom, 60 bucks. They stop. Hour later, they're on their way, man. My pool guy can't figure out how to collect money. Robert's collecting it hand over fist. Wakes up, money's coming in. Wakes up, money's in his bank account. Just flowing in. The other guy can't figure out how to collect it. <clears throat> money's the thought form. So when I meet Robert, he's just a regular guy. He posts on YouTube, Instagram. The conversations we have is how do you collect more money? Not, hey man, I'll see if I can get over there on Thursday. So... To us, money is a thought form, a symbol of energy, and it has no real intrinsic value. It's a social agreement. It's whatever people decide. So this is when stocks go down. I'm like, okay, they changed the, the agreement. What do you mean? Meaning they changed it. It went down. Meaning I'm playing this for life, man. Okay, they lowered it this time. Good. It's cheaper. Take down the cost of the inventory. Can we lower house prices, please? Well, a house is just a dividend stock, man. That's a thought form. Understanding the math of acquiring a property. I can do this super fast on a whiteboard where we say the house is 175000 We're going to try to get it for one We're going to put 20% down. That's $32,000. It's going to come out to a 30-year fixed rate mortgage at about 6.7%. At It would be $817 insurance taxes and maintenance. What is that? That's millionaire math. Money is a thought form. So here's what I think. Let's take my money, 32000 and let's buy a deal. Let's get $175,000. I'm not greedy. Give me $175,000 deal. But I'm going to try to bang them for $160,000. Now, that involves effort. Finding the one seventy-five dollars for $160,000 is a thought form. Money is a thought form, guys. In other words, if you ain't thinking about it, it ain't coming to you. It's a thought form. So if you don't think about dividend stocks, you don't get them. If you don't think about real estate, you don't get them. So if you don't know the math, if you can't fucking calculate it, how, how would you ever get it? So how do you get to 774000 is fucking terrible. You could do that four years if you got real serious. If you got money to work with and you got an income stream, getting to 774 is, is kids play. That's just wanting to do it. 
That's just waking up with the intent to do it. <clears throat> so today I'm going to invest about, two, about $100, $200 in the market. That's what I did on Friday and Thursday and Wednesday and Tuesday, Monday. And it just keeps going back for years. So what happens? Money's coming at me. That's a thought form. So if I'm setting up to buy and I go, okay, I need 32K. We got to get 32K. Quick like. Maybe I got to sell some shit. Maybe I got to sell some other things I bought. So I bought some gold and I got a piece of land. I'd sell that shit to get this. What am I doing? Rolling money, man. Money's a thought form. And yeah, there may be a time that you trim something to buy something, man. But it's moving forward, man. Money is a thought form. But here's, let's, let's go back even one more step. And you're like, what do you mean? I mean, a lot of times they, hey, how do I buy a house? No, man. We don't need to start there. Buying a house is easy. That's, I just ran it off to you. We got to go back a step. I don't even know if you think abundantly. I don't even know if you understand that money's just, money's, it's, it's, it's not real. If you don't understand this, then you're going to have a hang up because you're going to think it's real. You're like, whoa, I might lose all this. It wasn't yours. <clears throat> it's a thought. It flows. It's called the money flow. Money flows, man. It flows from you to me to me to that guy, this guy to that guy. Money's just circulating and they just print it and make it up, man. And people get hung up on that. They're like, oh, well, you got to buy all gold. No, I need money. I need rent, not gold. I don't need a big pile of fucking shiny shit that sits on the table. I need people to bring me money. I need dividends, interest payments, coupon payments, royalties, collections. I need constant more money coming in. And I need it to be an asset that I appreciate, that beat inflation, man. Now, that may not happen year to year, but oh, these things are over time. You understand that, right? So when you say the S&P 500 gets 9% a year, that's a thought form. You're like, what do you mean? Well, how do you know it gets 9% a year? Well, Gerald told me. I know, but go look it up. Okay. And then you read. You read a couple articles and you're like, look at that. No shit. S&P 500 gets 9% a year. And you're like, huh. So when it goes down, your dividends buy more than 9%. You're like, what do you mean? Meaning they're on sale. So your dividends are buying shit undervalued. This is how compounding works. It's why you get richer and richer as time goes on. Because the base gets bigger and bigger. And each pullback is different than the last. So if you were at 100K and you had your first big pullback and you dropped to 50, you keep doing the do. You're buying companies. You're looking for dividends. You're not trying. You, the balance isn't what you're playing. It's, it's the income. How much money is this portfolio paying me? Every financial advisor in the world tell you, don't do that. You're like, don't do what? Don't buy things that pay you money. Don't do that. Bring your money to us. And we're going to put in index funds and sit on it for you. You're like, yeah, but this, this over here, like if I put 32 here, they're going to bring me 1500 a month. And on that 1500, my mortgage payment is eight, eight, 11. And then I got 160 to insurance. I got about 200 to taxes. That brings my payment to $1,177 and I can rent it for 1500. Let's round down 1400. So that leaves me $211 a month that I could put in my pocket. They call that cash flow. So your 32 just now gave you 200 a month and you get to keep the 32. Watch this. Watch what happens. I know radio math's fun, but listen, you got 32 in the deal. They just gave you 200 bucks. Oh, but guess what else you did? You paid on the loan. Well, that 817, a lot of that's going to interest on a 30 year. If you went 15 year note, you could bang the principal. But because we went 30, we we're getting cash flow. 
So maybe 200 of that went to the loan. That's your money. So you got 200 in your pocket. You got 200 in a bank, meaning loan pay down. And guess what? The property appreciated by what? Let's go 4%. What was the property? 175 grand that we paid 64. And after we worked on it, it was worth 175. So 4% against 175 is what? 6,800. So let's do the math here. 2,400 plus 2,400 plus 6,800. I know, radio math, $11,600. So I just turned her 40 grand into $11,600 in 12 months. Oh, but that's not what she has. Add the 32 to the 11. So 12 months later, she doesn't have 40 because we left eight. We assume eights can be gobbled up in the fix up. She doesn't have 40 in checking. She now has, what is that? 43.6 in a property, putting $200 a month in her pocket. Now, guess what? It starts to grow exponentially, meaning, guess what we're going to do in 12 months? Banging the rent. You owe me 20 more dollars. That's, 200, that's 250 more a year. You're like, well, that's not a lot, 20 bucks. I know. Imagine if you had 10 of these. Money is a thought form. When you understand what I just explained there, that ain't got nothing to do with drywall and, and spray paint. And that's all bullshit. That's all monkey work during the day. Money is a thought form. When you understand what I just said there, you're not looking to work. You're looking for deals, man. Now, in the meantime, we need to work because we got to get money to get the deals. Money is a thought form, man. Reason people don't understand dividend stocks, they ain't got no thought form. They don't understand math, man. Millionaire math. So... That's just the simplest. Of, I didn't even do anything fancy, man. I got friends doing fancy shit. This time's 10. Man, they're doing this shit and using other people's money. That's the crazy thing. That takes courage. I don't do that. I use all my own money. You know, you see guys, I don't use any of my own money. All right, good for you. I use my money. And then I own the deal. Huh? <laughs> it's mine. Right? And I might want some of these paid for. Now, we get to dividend stocks as we're watching stocks. Now, oh, before I forget. Abundance will never be a factor of how much money one has. Rather, it is always a factor of how one feels about money. One does have. Meaning we got to go back one more step before we learn the math for doing a, a house and a dividend stock. When we realize that just simply that math is a money is a thought form. Then we got to go back one more step. And what is our relationship to it? Have we lived in scarcity our whole life? We got to fix that. Dude, that brings scars. Poverty brings scars. If you grew up, I grew up in a trailer park. My mom and dad are still broke, guys. They were like, oh, that's sad. I know. What about your uncles, broke? What about, what about your cut broke? Everyone's broke, guys. There's, they're not multimillionaires. I am. Why? Because this is what I think about, man. Like, I actually spend time and effort working on it, man. And if you spend time working on it, here's the thing. Ignore it. Okay? Time times amount times yield. Ignore it. Now, you, now what? You're 38. Now what? Ignore it again. Or back up and a guy doesn't ignore it. And a 26 executes on what I just said. And then a 28 executes again. 31, 34. Now what? Oh, we're way past 774. Fuck, do the math on that deal. Run that out yourself. Get a pencil and a piece of paper and run that out what I just said. 
over 30 years of that loan, it, tums, it becomes $800,000, that one house. Now, this same thing applies to dividend stocks. You can go put it in. Go pull up. I have a website link in my book. Put in the stock. Blackstone is compounded at 26%, 27% a year. A year. Fucking for a year. For a decade. For a year. I mean, how much money you want to compound at 26%? Well, what happens when you get 40 Gs in there? Like, I got 40, I don't know, 40, 50 Gs in there. And they got their 4% dividend yield. What is that? That's cash in my hand. So they're giving me a few thousand plus what? It's appreciating, right? And it's growing. There you go. <clears throat> Same math. Now, you'll be stretched. Sometimes we're stretched trying to put money into both. And don't forget, there's times and seasons. And don't forget, I'm old, man. Fixing to be 53. I started this at 27. And I, from 27 to 29, I just got out of debt because I knew I couldn't do shit if I was in debt because I didn't make any money. So I needed money. <clears throat> I needed at least keep the damn money I was making. And here's the thing. I couldn't do it working five days a week because I just didn't make a lot of money. I made $12.50 at my job. And so when I'm, people are like, well, I don't need to work that hard to make money. Good. Then don't, man. I didn't have that fucking luxury. So my option is not to do it or create the eighth day. What, is it, what do you want to do? So I created the eighth day, meaning not having money cannot be my goddamn reason to play. That can't be when every other people have it, man. Other people have it. How the fuck can that be the reason I can't do it? So now I got to find a reason to get them to give me their money. That is a thought form. And it changes how you approach employment, man. It's a thought form. I mean, the only kind of job I'm looking for is a job is going to give me money, but then it's got to set me up to do what I'm trying to do, man. I have zero fucking interest in a career. That's me. That ain't you. So when a guy's looking for 774, I'm like, are you serious, man? I'm looking for that every couple years. That's going to make him feel comfortable? Are you crazy? You know how little they're thinking, man? Here's why. Because thinking bigger makes you feel bad. Some people, it makes them feel bad. If you feel bad, it's because you have a fucked up relationship to money. That means you see it as scarce. You think it's limited. Oh, there ain't that much. Bullshit. There's a lot. We got to figure out how to get it. There is a lot. So when, here's the problem. A lot of new people, yeah, I can show you how to buy a house, but then you're going to keep lumping yourself up with the poor people. Every time I show you to do a house, you can be like, yeah, but I'm one of the poor people. And everything is made a decision based on that philosophy, based on lack and scarcity, and I don't have enough. And we didn't do that when I was a kid. Turn the lights off, man. You think we're made of money? Like, you, you get what I'm saying? If you lump yourself there, you don't have the ability or the courage to take the action that's needed on this side. You'll never be there. Money's a thought form, man. So a guy who doesn't think he's worth 100K doesn't apply for 100K jobs. I don't know if you know that. He's like, well, I'm a factory worker. Are you? Who said that? You? You fucking decided. You applied for that shitty job, not me. Meet people all the time. Well, I don't make much money. Man, then fuck, what are you doing? He was like, what do you mean? Why, are you looking? No. Okay, so this is what you settled for. All right, so we're going to, you're $12 a person. All right, that's, that's what we're working with. Let's say that shit out loud. Why aren't you 15, man? And then about the time you feel comfortable at 15, sounds like you need 32. 
Meaning money is a thought form, man. Why, my friend Robert driving by, he's like, $60. I'm just sitting in the truck. I'll take the 60. He's worth millions. You know what I mean? People would be like, fuck, man, it's hot. I'm not getting out there. Money is a thought form. Robert's not seeing $60, guys. That's the poverty mindset. Robert's seeing $600. Because Robert 10x's money for a living. When you start 10xing money for a living, you see a dollar different than the working man. Working man, oh, that's just a dollar. No, bitch, that's $10, which is 100 which is 1000 which is 10000 I don't know what the fuck you see. Money flow is in the repetition of the process. So you let a week go by, you didn't put no money in, not a dollar. You go, what do you mean? Hit the button, man. Transfer a dollar. You can't put a dollar into your dreams. Meaning we got to back up, man. Do you understand the psychological damage of that? That a week passed and you didn't put nothing in. You're like, well, I didn't have nothing. Nothing? You didn't have a fucking dollar? And you're like, Gerald, no, man. Like, listen, in my new ebook, I have a little chapter talks about what you argue for. What are you arguing for? I know people to argue about coffee cups. They're not arguing about putting some money in E-Trade. I know people whose family will argue about vacation, cars, and the dumbest shit you could possibly imagine. But they ain't having no fight over buying a second income property. The guy says, well, how do I get my wife on board? You fight for it. Fuck, man. It makes me want to unplug this shit when I hear this stuff. I get on the phone with people. I do these one-on-ones. And I'm not going to say it to them. So I don't want to make them feel bad. I'm listening to this crybaby bullshit. I'm like, bro, and girls, I'm like, you're dating a dude that won't let you level up? You know why he won't let you level up? Because money is a thought form, man. And where do you think he's thinking? Where do you think she's thinking? She's poor. He's poor. You've lumped yourself together with poverty. And you got to fucking break it. And that's how some families do shit and some families are disrupted, disturbed, fighting, infighting. You got a group of people under one house can't figure out how to buy a property. Grown adults, man. Money is a thought form. They don't have that problem at the Ford house. They don't have that problem at the Walton family. Their kids don't go start off at fucking zero. Only the middle class sends out their, 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 their offspring. Oh, here, Johnny, fuck, not only zero, let's give you 100K to O. We love you. Goodbye. Congratulations. Hey, we love you. You're doing, you can be anything you want. Here's 100,000 in debt to prove it. Kids had 18 fucking years, no money being grown, no dividend stocks. It's not even a conversation at their family's house, man. And then they're going to talk about, well, there's any inequality. No, there ain't. Money is a thought form, man. It's, you ain't thinking about it. You're thinking about it in scarcity mode. Not you. I'm talking about in general. Once you understand this, that most of the people you meet, and this is most human beings walking planet Earth, don't see ticker symbols when they walk by a store. So when you see a Starbucks... All of my brain goes S-B-U-X. I don't even call it Starbucks, man. 
It's a fucking ticker symbol. I'm like, and the first thing that comes to my mind, if I'm walking into a Starbucks with anyone in my family, any one of my friends, if I was with you and we walk in, I'm like, it's like a 2% dividend you, man. Look at this place. They're just printing money, man. <clears throat> That's how I accumulated a lot of money in Starbucks, man. As I watch people go to Starbucks and spend ridiculous sums, I do it too, on coffee. I'm like, man, that looks like a good stock to own. Duh. But you can't own it if you don't have the thought form, right? How do you own something you can't think about? So the reason a person could get 30, 40 grand and not execute on a real estate deal, one, they don't see themselves as real estate investors. Duh. Because you're not. So when you hear me say the, 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 the success formula is to be plus do, people think, oh, that's just funny talk. No, man. It's a thought form. Meaning in order to be a real estate investor, you've run the math that I showed you in your head. Like you were just, it just, you understand it, man. It flows from you. You understand, if I got 100 shares of AT&T, that's $50. Dude, if I wanted to get 100 bucks, and you do the math on that, right? So you begin to see the exchanges. This is the money flow, man. But all of that is never going to work for you if you lump yourself with poverty. If you see yourself in like, oh, shit, a recession's coming, man. I got to fuck, man. Oh, man. Oh, uh oh, shit. They're, they're, now we need to pay our debt off, man. Dude, you're on the wrong side of that curve. It's time to get serious, Gerald. It's recession time. You should have been serious, man. The people going to capitalize in a recession were ready before the recession. Meaning they're on, you ever hear me say that phrase, get on the other side of the cash register? So you live for a recession when things are good, not when things get bad. So that when the recession happens, you can live like people can't. So every time I speak with someone and we're looking at it and I say, no, listen, first thing, debt's got to go, man. Oh, but I could invest. No, no, no. You ain't an investor. You're in a debt collector. That always stops. And you say, what do you mean? I said, you're not an investor. What you are, based on looking at your finances, you're a debt collector. You collect debt for yourself. You're not an investor. Can we get rid of being a debt collector first? Because every time we collect an investment, you give it away out the back door by being a debt collector. So who are you? Are you a person that wants to collect interest or pay interest? Money is a thought form. It's a symbol of energy, and as such, it has no real or intrinsic value. It's neither good or bad, positive or negative. It's impartial. So in this article, to be considered rich, to be considered rich, in this next article, so to be considered financially comfortable is 774. I mean, I can show almost anybody if you got some money to play with how to do that, and that's that is not difficult. I, I know people have done 774 in two years with a proper. I mean, that that number may seem big, but it is not. This is not big when you learn how to do real estate deals. That is not big. When you, I mean, that's not even big if, if you got aggressive in the market at the right time. That's not even that big, okay? And if it feels big, that means we got to go back one step. 
some reason you're undervaluing yourself, some reason... Hey, hate to interrupt this podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Listen, stuff's not free. I got to pay the bills. Just like I'm encouraging you to get out there, get those profits, make those sales. Build your business, do what you do. I got to do the same thing. If you're new to stock trading, this weekend on Instagram, and I think I put it out on Twitter, I did a, I knocked down my getting started with stock charts course from $49 to 40. I do this often. I leave it up for a few days and I take it back to 49, 20% discount. I'm going to leave it up. Go to my website, G-E-R-A-L-D-P-E-T-E-R-S dot info, GeraldPeters.info. It should direct you to my link tree. It's one of the top offers up there. Check it out. It's a crash course in trading. Definitely make you a better investor. And we combine that is the execution that we're going to combine with this mindset. Remember, the success formula is to be plus do. This is the do part that I'm trying to get you to get a pick up here. God bless you. Some reason you're on the debt payment side, not the not the debt, you know, on the reception side. And we got to figure out why, which is usually one step back, which is usually you have some trauma or some some problems related to poverty. You're lumping yourself with it. Well, I'm a twelve dollar an hour guy. No, 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 no. Maybe you're a $12 an hour guy here, but over here, you're a $22 an hour guy working for yourself doing this or that. You get what I'm saying? Like, we got we to gotta start making a shift, man. And how do I get my wife on board? God damn, man. Maybe learn something. Like, explain it to them. Show it to them. Show them people doing it, man. Ask them why they want to be poor. Like you, 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 you somehow got to get around it, man. And you got to start reading some books on, on the, the psychology of money. That's the, the only reason a salesman executes is he's like, I need money. And once he learns what to do with money, then he's like, man, I need more money. And that process begins to help him execute on being a good salesman. If he's selling because he's got to pay his light bill, his car payment, and I got to get this paid, I got to pay my child's point, I got to pay this, I got to pay that, I got to pay this, and I got to pay that, and I got to pay this, I got to pay that. That guy's not prospering. That guy's not living in abundance. That guy's living to get by. And when you're living to get by, it's hard to make a lot of money. Because of the psychological damage that comes with that. See, because a guy that makes $12 an hour, but he don't owe anybody, makes a shit ton more than the guy that makes $20 an hour living paycheck to paycheck. The one guy's actually living in abundance. Like, his money's his money. The other guy just makes a little bit more money. Maybe he's got a little better lifestyle, but he ain't, he ain't building no wealth. If they fire him tomorrow, he's fucked. That's how you know if you have wealth, by the way. If you get fired, is that a problem? And if you're like, yeah, that's a problem. You ain't got no wealth. That's when that wealth thing looks real cool. So when I got fired from the prison, I had six houses. Six of those deals that I was showing you. Now, I wasn't doing 175 and 32. That was half the price. And you go, because I had to give the kid the other day, saying, you know, General Bunny was half the price. I'm like, no shit. I just showed you the math. Houses appreciate at four point something percent. If you do that, go back to when OGP started. I was 20 years ago. Duh. The houses were cheaper. And you know why everyone I knew then didn't buy houses? Because they were too expensive. It's dangerous. You don't want to do that. They lumped themselves with poverty. So 20 years ago, everyone in my family argued to be to stay poor they argued they fought about it 
What color should the car? I just saw the average car payment, $700. People fight over that shit, man. Oh, I don't want that one. I want this one. Families argue over acquiring debt. They're not fighting over buying a duplex. Ain't nobody fighting in your house. Babe, we're getting this duplex. No, we're not. Ah! Nobody's doing that. I wish they were. I told a guy the other day, he's like, yo, you sound like you're trying to break up a marriage. Man, they already fight. I wish they'd fight over a duplex. I wish they were fighting over buying an apartment building. God damn, that'd be a fight worth having. Instead of fighting over other dumb shit you fighting a marriage over, relationships over. How about fighting for an apartment building? You know, I got a buddy got in trouble for a canoe. He went out and bought a canoe, but they, hey, this canoe was like 4700 bucks. Fucking canoe. He's all into, or I think it was a kayak. Yeah, he's all into that fishing. Caught hell. I'm like, man, if you own like 12 rentals, she wouldn't even have said anything. <laughs> the, the reason that she said something is they live off the money he makes at work. You've got to transfer your mind from making money at work to how do I make money not at work? And that starts with a thought form, not a how-to. I mean, a thought form. And we got to go back. Because if you don't have the foundation and you don't see money as abundance, even though you don't have a money, meaning even though you don't have any, you're like, fuck, it's everywhere. You have to know that. You have to realize there's plenty of it. If everyone in the world gave me a dollar, I'd be rich as hell and they wouldn't even notice it. That's how abundant money is. It is everywhere. And as you look, it, it's, it's, sometimes it's literally right in front of you. Uh, the last few days I've been talking about Swan Energy. Go look at it. S-W-N. I drove by this building a thousand times. During COVID, this is an energy stock. It fell to like 50 cents. During the energy run-up, it's now $7. So thousands and probably a million people drove by and there's a big bright sign says Swan, S-W-N, Energy. Everyone can see it from the highway. And look at that. It went from 50 cents to $6. Here's God saying, oh, would you like to be rich? They can't see it. It's all around you. It's all around you. It's all around you. It's all around me. And here's the thing. It keeps coming. I could give you a hundred of these. Well, probably not hundred. At least 40 of these over the last 21 years. That were right there. That were so obvious. And here's another one. This is not a little company, guys. It's a big-ass building. And they went down with all oil stocks. It means there's tech companies right now that are going to fucking change the world that are down big time. Big time. And anybody can play that game. You know? Anybody can play that game. And any, but any mindset that stops execution is lumped in fear and poverty. That's why I get mad about the talking about the coming recession. That don't matter to me, man. I'm not in no recession. Fuck them and their recession. I don't care. I'm not paying higher interest rates. The renters are. Money's the thought form. I'm not paying it. They are. I'm not paying the interest, guys. Make it 10%. I'm not paying it. Renters are. Choke them out. 
I'm not paying the rate, rent increase. I mean, I'm not paying the insurance increase. My renters are. I'm not paying it. It's a money game, man. I'm passing it along, man. They're going to pay it for me. Raise it. That's not how normal people think. They're like, oh, geez, man. Why? Because they're lumped on the side of money. This is all thought for, man. It's going to keep going higher. One thing I know, core of the money flow, trading system, life philosophy, that over time, things go higher. 70% of the time, things are going up. Right? Going higher and higher and higher. The, your ch- new trucks will cost more the rest of your life. Secret. I just gave you a life secret. Housing prices, yeah, may from time to time go up and down. They might. People are like, well, I want to take advantage of it in a, in, a, in a recession. First off, good chance they won't loan to you during a recession because the bank's in recession. And so lending dries up, by the way. So the people who tend to execute and make money, like the real money in recessions, are the people with cash. Shit, they have money. And then they're able to execute. Trying to predict the direction, that's usually a game played by people with no money. And then it doesn't matter anyway because they can't really execute because they don't have money to execute. So money is a thought form. That's why we always start with eliminating debt because that sets you free to play the game. It unyokes you from those people and puts you in the camp of us people. Meaning who? We're on the other side of the cash register. We want to collect dividends, not pay dividends. I want Ford to pay me money. I don't pay Ford money. You're like, well, I got to buy a car. I know, but it ain't going to be my money. At first, it's my money. In the future, it's not my money. Meaning, I didn't buy a beach house. My renters bought a beach house and gave it to me. Thank you. All I did was realize... 20, 16 years ago that money is a thought form. And so I had 14,000 of it collected. And this house was, I don't know, $50,000. It was in horrific shape, horrible shape. They wouldn't loan me on the house. It was that bad. They would only loan me on the land. I executed on that deal. They, let me say it again. It is uninhabitable, uninspectable. And the bank says the house is so bad. We will not loan you money on the property, on the house itself, just on the land. Okay. I'd been in there. Yeah, it's fucked up. It ain't going nowhere. We can fix it. Like, we got to fix everything, but we can fix it. In other words, you're giving me a framed out house. Thank you. And I'm getting it. And here's, it's two blocks from the college. Two blocks from a state college. And it's fucked up. I take it. I ain't got the money to fix it. I put $14,000 down. I got no money. Money is just a thought form, man. I just got to go get some. And as I get money now, where's the focus of my money? And here, guess what my wife's focus is now? That. Guess what my kid's focus is? Dealing with me while I deal with this. This. This is what I'm working on. Took me 18 months to get it up. It was fucked, dude. All new drywall, new wiring, new plumbing. When we're done, I'm 50K, right around 50K. Again, long time ago. So this is probably like 100K today. 18 months, I cash floated. I work. I put money into there, which means I work every day, which means I go over there. Remember, I'm in my third. I'm over 30, 33, 34. 
Ain't no 34. Like, I'm not vacationing. I'm buying this shit, man. I'm not on vacation. I spent 18 months of my life on this deal. Money's a thought form. Why? Because I know down the road, this is going to make me a million dollars. You're like, what, what do you mean? It's going to make me a million dollars. So I'm going to turn 12,000 into a fucking million. That 12,000 bought me a $49,000 house that I then worked on. Yes. Okay. Now the house is appraised at 125. So I, I make like 30 K in equity all said and done. Now the property's rented for 1100 a month. I got a mortgage of $280. So I'm cash flowing like six, 700 a month. As I make money, I just bang out the mortgage. Now I'm collecting 1100 a month after expenses. Eight to 900 of that is mine, right? I get to depreciate the property, which is 3% of what? Of the 120 of whatever. So I get to write that down, right? Now what? 16 years later, what's the house worth? 200K. Do the math. Compound interest, 4%, 5%. The shit that I teach every day. That is it. This is from the beginning of the asset acquiring to me letting it go. Completion. Money is a thought form. And along the way, everyone that knew me are like, fuck that. Meaning they didn't have a, they can't see that I'm turning 12 into a million. My dad can't see that. You're like, dude, how'd you get to a million? Okay, 12 bought that one. I sold that for 200. I pay no taxes. 1031 exchange. Got to learn tax code. That collects 200. I add to it. What do you mean? I'm investing in me. I'm investing in me. You can, you can ride along with your own investment. People say no money down. Bullshit, I'm going to invest with my money. So 200000 I add $100K to it of my own money. Again, 16 years later, right? I've been saving for a deal. I pay cash for a beach house. That's making about $100 a day. Cash flow. $100 a day. Cash flow. Meaning after my expenses. They're appraising right now at 385. It was 400. They started coming down. So it's worth 385 now. No mortgage. And this month, last month, I rented it for $5,400. I brought home 42 of that after it covered my, my costs. But it averages out at the end of the year about $100 a day. That is a thought form, meaning that was the fucking plan, guys, 16 years ago. Not to buy the beach house, but the plan is the roll-up. The roll-up, man. I got 16 others I need to do this game to. Well, you go, what do you mean? I mean, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to take all the equity. I'm going to add to it. I'm going to pay cash for another one. Or, or put 50% down on four or five units. And then I'm going to do it again and 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 again. That would be... I got 13 more here in Huntsville that I could do it with. That's a thought form, guys. There's no school for that. There's no course on that. That's me thinking. And all that starts with one day I got to think abundant before I have abundance. I don't have no abundance, but I got to think abundant. And I can't lump myself with the poor people or I'd still be at the trailer park where my parents are. Well, they're a little bit above it. Talking to my dad last night, and I'll end with this, man. Abundance will never be a factor of how much money one has. Rather, it's always a factor of how one feels about the money they have. You will feel a lot better about 100 bucks when you don't owe someone 100 bucks. That's where I get that from. Get rid of debt first, man. Debt sets you free. Debt changes your mind, your relationship. You don't lump yourself with the poor people. 
you want to lump yourself with the people collecting on the debt the best you can. And you're like, Joe, are you saying you wouldn't have a car pay? I'm saying I would very much try to keep that. I saw a thing last night. It said it's $700. You, can, you cannot. I don't know how a middle class person would ever break out of it if you're making $700 car payments. And if you do the shit that I talk about for seven years, you can drive a shitty car for seven years. I did it. I drove the same truck for 21 years. I'm a multimillionaire and I got a 21-year-old truck. Now, I'm not driving to New York City. I'm not driving to work. I get that, okay? Because I don't want to. I don't know if you know this. You get what you want. I don't want to go to a job. So I had a job with the purpose of not having a job. Meaning I'm here. I'm going to do a good job. I'm going to work hard for you. So you give me money so I can get the hell out of here. I didn't work at the prison because I grew up. Oh, man, I want to be a prison guard. That job sucked, dude. But you know what I did when I sat in there? Thought about money. I would read books on real estate. I sat, the, the state of Texas paid me to read real estate books. I just read and looked at things, printed off articles, would look at my properties, take my shit in, thinking about it. I'm like, God damn, I got to get some money, man. I'm, be, I'm looking at listings. I'm bringing them into work. That's what I'm doing every day, man. That's where my mind is. I get number two, number three, number four. Now I'm making the same as I make at the prison on the side. I don't want to lose the prison money. I want to get something else. So once I had got my job money from real estate, I didn't like, I don't want job money. I want to sell money. I mean, what? Profits, man. Don't pay me this. Pay me based on what I make, bro. Give me something to sell. And I went and looked for something to sell because I knew if I could figure out something to sell that I thought I could sell a lot of, I'd get more money to buy more shit that gives me money. And that was how I began to, that is a thought form, man. That's not, there's not a, somebody can't lay that out for you. You got to be thinking these thoughts, right? So I'm closing here. My dad says, I'm talking to my dad. He's late 60s. No, oh, he's my stepdad, but he's been my dad since I was a long time. He's a lot younger than my mom. So weird situation. He's only like 12 years older than me. But, you know, 64, 65. They're thinking about moving into a rental. I'm like, what do you mean? Because he has a house. And the idea of leaving that house and then like fixing that house, trying to buy a house, this feels impossible. Like he's trying to figure that out. Now, remember, he's saying it to a guy that owns a house in Texas. Well, owns 15 houses in Texas. I own one in Florida. I own one in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm like, what? what do you mean, man? Well, how do I get the other house while I have this house? This is my father asking me this. He can't figure out how to get a house when he owns a house without selling the house. He's 65, man. He has more than this $774,101 they say the average American feels comfortable with. They feel financially comfortable if they have a net worth of that. That wouldn't make me comfortable. Shit. Mine's like almost four and I'm not comfortable. Fuck, I'm in terror every day. So I don't know what that means, financially comfortable. I would not lump myself into that. Now, if you're way below that, that's not me talking bad about that. But your, your goal's not 774 show you how to do that with one house that's not your goal 
I mean, that's one house over 30 years. So now we start to shrink that in. We start adding dividend stocks, start adding other things. I mean, that is not difficult, man. That's, that's not feeling comfortable. That's getting going. Like, we got to get you to that, man. They said uh, you feel wealthy if you have $2.2 million. Uh, I didn't feel wealthy at 2.2. That is that is bullshit. That seems like a lot to people who don't have money. That is not a lot, man. 2.2, it's gone like that. Now, we got to get to it, man. And when I say gone like that, I, here's why. They say, well, their house is worth 500K. Man, I'm not counting my shit when I give my total. I'm talking about money invested. Because me at my house isn't money coming to me. And so what I try to explain to my dad, man, you got to roll up out of that. Like, I mean, what am I going to try to do? Teach him real estate at 65. He didn't care at 40. He didn't care at 50. He didn't care at, you know, now at 65, I'm supposed to teach him the ways of the Jedi. You know, it's like, dude, what do you see me fucking doing every day? And now, now when like, now he's got a problem, man, you, you don't have to have that problem. But see, money was never a thought for him to my dad. My dad grew up poor. Money is something you use to pay the bills. You pay for health insurance, you take care of your family. You get, and those are honorable. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying, but that's not for me. Like, shit, I'm trying to get above that, man. Even if I'm broke, that's not good. In other words, if I'm living in poverty, I know it's not good. I'm not appraising it. I'm not lumping myself to it. I need to get out of it. So I'm not, I'm not justifying it, you know, and sometimes they'd be like, well, you know, that just wasn't the way we did it when I'm like, bullshit, man. There were plenty of people doing this called landlords comes from fucking medieval times don't act like it wasn't right in front of you you bought cokes you see it right we all do it's the same today as it was in 1950 open your eyes and look around seven percent of the population run the planet man and those people don't look at money like middle class people they don't do that they don't send their the waltons don't send their kids out to get debt and broke they go you're out now you should pay for your own way that's what poor. That's what the middle class and poor people do. And then they uh, they act like it's a big like. Oh, my kid's dead on his own. He, your kid's fucking broke. He's broke. That's most people's kids. They're broke. Why? Because they don't see money like I'm saying. Their family didn't see it. That doesn't mean they're bad people. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm trying to awaken you. Awaken. Awoke. You're woke. Being awoke doesn't lump itself in with those who are unawoke. They're, on a, they're, they're not looking. Your friends don't see SWN and think, man, I should look at that chart. I made a bunch of money in, and I'll close with this. I made a bunch of money in, in, in um, what is it, the, the tax company. Uh, fuck, you know what I'm talking about. H&R Block. I've been drinking. I'm the passenger. Shit, I'm thinking money flow when I'm drinking. Ask anybody who hangs out with me in New Orleans. I'm, I'm thinking money flow when I'm drinking. We're talking money flow, man. And, and I'm sitting in the car. And beyond, I was kind of falling asleep. And then I look up. And we were going to Denny's. And right next to Denny's, or IHOP, big bright sign. It says, uh, uh, the tax place, H&R Block. And I, I'm like literally on autopilot. I pull up the stock charts H and I'd look at the chart and it's perfect stage one. And I'm like, whoa. So then we go in to eat and while everybody's eating, I'm on my phone on Morningstar and I'm like, what's this thing worth, man? And they say it's worth like 
22 bucks and it's trading at like 12 bucks. All right, all right. 12, 14, whatever it was. So I go look, and if you go back in the Chronicles, you see I bought call options on this play too. So as we're sitting there, I'm reading on it, and I'm like, damn, it's January. It's coming into tax time, right? So this is just setting up, man. All right, stage one, we're making a move on this. What is that? What is that? What is that that's happening right there? How do we put that in a course? What is that? You know what that is? And I got about 20 of those. 20 of them, man. You know what that is? Hmm. What do you think it is? It's from this mantra, man. I mean, and I may not say this exact thing. I'm not saying I've said it for 20 years, but it's the concept behind it. And the reason I have this one here in the new ebook, The Two Selves, if you don't have it, man, get it, dude. It's not even about the 27 bucks. It's, I'm telling you, if you take on some of the ideas and concepts in here, it will change you as a salesman. It'll change you as a real estate investor. It'll change you as a mom if you let it. And I, I barely touch on the subjects. It's like, I think it's 32 pages. And that was on purpose. Meaning I'm, I'm going to take that one day. I'm going to add module. I'm going to blow it out and make it. In, but it's the basics. And, and it, I touch on what I call the alpha code. Once you have that, bro, you ain't got to talk your wife into being a real estate investor. She's going to do it because of you. And the same for the lady. If she's operating under the alpha code, people around her want to help her. Okay? So if you're not getting people wanting to help you and assist you, it's just because you haven't operated in that zone yet, man. People don't have a reason to. And the universe is not so organized that it gives people who don't deserve it a shot, man. So that's what we talk about. Be plus do, meaning you have to become the thing you're trying to be. So you have to start, but that starts with thinking like that, which sometimes means going back a step and saying, okay, am I, how am I approaching everything? What is my thought process on money? Okay. But it, I, you know, and, I, and, and on page 12, and I said, listen, just read this to yourself. Don't even tell people around you you're doing it. All you're doing is giving yourself permission to think bigger. That's all this is doing. I am wealthy. I am abundant and I am free. I'm free from the opinion of others. I only seek to compete with myself, not any man or anyone outside of his desire of me. I am one with mankind. I seek to harm no one. It is the world who will assist me. Other people have my money, strangers, because I am their servant first. I know that money comes through serving others. Please bring me more people to serve. Now, you know what that means right there? That means responsibility. Money is a thought process, guys. It's symbol of energy, and as such, it has no real intrinsic value. It's neither good nor bad. What I mean there is th this is mentally saying, hey, I raise my hand. You're saying to yourself, I'll do that. I'll take on that responsibility. So it was 111 yesterday in my town. I have 15, 16 AC units that I'm responsible for. I got big AC bills coming. I raised my hand. The guy that didn't raise his hand, he doesn't have big AC bills coming. He also doesn't have appreciation, cash flow. He's also not rich. Getting rich is about that money is a thought process. So we got to get that going. That we're abundant even if we're not abundant because that is the B plus do. So part of being a real estate investor is thinking abundantly, not scared. If you want to be successful in investing in dividend stocks, you got to think abundant, not fear. 
That's why I'm always yelling at people for that shit because it's the exact fucking opposite of what you want to get on the other side, man. You've got to eat that. When other people are fearful, eat it. You got to raise your hand. It's the only way you're going to get rich. It's the only way. So that's what that means. Please bring more people for me to serve, to help. Their prosperity is my prosperity. It means you got to sell your time, your talent, or service to other people. That's you saying this to you twice a day. I know not where they are or who they are, but I know they exist. That means it's outside of people you know right now. SWN. I'm driving by it every day. It goes up fucking 30X. Meaning it's right there. I don't know where it's at, but I know they're there. I know not where they are or who they are, but I know they exist. I'm only looking for people who are looking for me. Please give me the proper wisdom to discern the good from the bad. I have everything I need inside of me to be all that I've been called to be. I am grateful. Thank you. That thank you is to you. For you even having the guts to say it. You do that twice a day for about 45 days. You'll see money is a thought form, man. And as you begin to record, I ask you in there to record people that come into your lives. Record three new big ideas, man. I mean, in order, in order to write them down, you got to think about them. Man, we just started a whole chain fucking reaction in your life. And then I say, give me three new big ideas, thoughts, or concepts. And at the bottom, I say, two things you need to stop doing. Oh, now we're getting deep. Two things we need to stop doing. It might be eating ice cream. I don't know. Might be wasting money. I don't know. I don't know what it is for you. Maybe you're good. Maybe you don't need to stop anything. But as I think on that, if I read that, that takes me like less than 30 seconds, twice a day. And I'm thinking here, I need to log new people that come in my life. It could be a car salesman, could be the lady at the store, which leads me to the new one big idea. And that made me think about, you know, if I'd stop doing this, I could do that idea. Whoa, boom, mind blowing. So if we do that and we begin to constantly think about not lumping ourselves with poverty, learning the millionaire math, getting the idea of time times amount times yield. Woo, God damn, man. That's too much. All right, man, you guys be good. I appreciate you listening to the Money Flow Trading Society podcast. You can find it on Spotify. I don't have it on iTunes right now. It's on Spotify, Anchor, Google Apps, all that good stuff. I went a little long today. Uh, This was more of a... Yeah, we just went a little long. I appreciate everybody's time. I know there's a million people you can listen to. So anybody listen to me, I appreciate it. And I hope it helps, man. God bless. All right, that was great, man. Thanks for joining me here on the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. Hey, maybe you should be a guest. Hit me up. Let's get you on the show. Maybe you got something to say. Maybe you're trying to push your intent into the universe and something you have to say could benefit my audience. Listen up. You can follow me anywhere on social at fullauto11. You probably know that, except on YouTube where you got to add the 2-5. Just put my name in. You'll see it come across me on there. Watch out for scammers. A lot of people pretending to be me. I'd never DM text you out of the blue unless we're friends. I wish we were friends. I do have a lot of good friends out there that trade with me inside the Money Flow Trading Society. Get text messages from me, motivation from me. Listen, I'm going to be here tomorrow. I'm going to be here the day after that too. Next week, the week after, next year, next decade. Game never stops. 22 years in this hustle money game. Making money with money. Investing in stocks. 
real estate, land, my own businesses, being an entrepreneur, publisher, writer, podcaster, teacher, all that good stuff, man. And let me know if I can help you. God bless.